the Pepper and Dylan Show podcast. All right, so your feed is getting um, these podcasts uh, uh, because, well, we're on holidays this week. It's our final week of holidays before the Christmas break, so um, that's the good news. What? And, yeah, sorry, Dylan. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so we're giving you old stuff uh, that maybe happened a, a long time ago uh, and some of our favorite stuff that maybe you didn't ever get a chance to listen to. We hope so, and uh, or maybe you want to listen to it again. This one, I would say I would listen to over and over again. I think I myself have listened to this maybe half a dozen, a dozen times because it is a captivating story. Um, it's the, um, I, I mean, the the biggest close call story you've ever heard. It is one of the most captivating hours from start to finish. Yeah. And just the and the entire time, not did I, I didn't feel we were doing a podcast as much as I felt like I was watching like a documentary. Yeah. And just like a behind the scenes of, it was incredible. Right. Our guest on the after show show escaped from Mark Twitchell as he was almost, what, Mark Twitchell's second victim, right? Yeah, well, yeah. Mark Twitchell, Edmonton, obviously, a first-degree murder trial that captured, I mean, internationally headlines um, for what he did. He was a filmmaker, and he was just trying to kind of live out the life of of a serial killer, and that was his inspiration to actually try and do that. And our visit was with somebody who narrowly escaped becoming his victim. This was from a while ago, and we hope you enjoy it. The Pepper and Dylan Podcast. After show show episode number 41. Thank you for joining us. Good day. Hi. I'm excited for this after show show. All the other ones you weren't? Uh, no, but uh, this is good. So are we going to jump right into it? Uh, we can, absolutely. Uh, okay, I'm just getting his number right now. This is the fella. Now, we've never spoken to this guy, We've right? never spoken to this guy. It was uh, his girlfriend sent us a text message yesterday. Uh, because she entered him in to meet Connor McDavid. Because he has, and I think it's Gillies would be how you pronounce his name. Anyway, we'll talk to him in a second. He was Mark Twitchell. Do you remember Mark Twitchell? You remember I don't that know much. Story? I, I don't know much about the story. You guys really seem to Robbie, remember. Robbie, you're quite familiar with this, uh, Not right? quite familiar, but yeah, I do. Um, yeah, if only there bit. was a way, huh, Robbie? Wikipedia! There we go. He was... Robbie, is that my water or is that yours? Yours. To my knowledge, he was the uh, he he was a film. He wanted to make a like a horror movie, and he was recruiting people who wanted to. Apparently, he was obsessed with the the show Dexter. Right, he was a screenwriter. Yeah, and he was kind of just like living out a Dexter fantasy almost. Right, like this guy even went to like Nate. I uh, this is what I hear like Nate uh, television school. Yeah. And he was just, yeah. But he, was, he murdered somebody. Well, then, murdered I, somebody. I imagine the guy that escaped will know this story better than anyone. That's probably right. a good point. So we're going to call, this is, this, who we're talking to, Gillies, I believe, is, um, he escaped from this potential murder. Yeah, so I, this I, could be, so we're going to spend some time because apparently he's got an amazing story. How are the levels coming in? They good? You good? Uh, I won't know until Producing this properly. Hello? Hello? Hi, is it Gillies? We better get that out of the way right away. Gillies? Yeah, Jill. Oh, Jill. Yeah. All right, so in Alberta, we call you Gillies. Jill, <laughs> <laughs> how are you? Okay, Jill. Uh, Good. Thank you for joining us here. We are told you have a fascinating story. Yes. To tell. Yeah. Um, yes. Now, first of all, let's talk about who Mark Twitchell is. You probably mm-hmm. know this, like Dylan just said before we called you, better than anybody. So, you t- so he was fascinated with murder. And... He was fascinated with Dexter. With okay. Dexter. The yeah. show Dexter. Right. right. Yeah, and and he thought he could uh, 
do it just as good as Dexter could do it, I guess. And he was a local uh, filmmaker. Yeah. And he uh, did a little short story, a little short movie um, on murder and kind of like uh, a story like Dexter would do. Mm -hmm. And he he actually filmed that um, before anything anything happened, all this happened. Mm -hmm. And... uh, yeah, and then uh, he thought he could do it for real. So how are you involved in this? Okay, so um, I was, uh, back in 2008, I was uh, going through a divorce or a separation, I guess, and, uh, you know, I, I was lonely. Uh, so I went on an online dating website. Mm-hmm. And back then, it wasn't that popular, but uh, I decided to try it out. And... Uh, I, you know, I met a couple people, a couple of girls, and, and you know, it went okay. Um, and then um, shortly after, um, I saw this uh, blonde, um, and her name is Spider Webs on 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 this online dating profile. Mm-hmm. And um, so I contacted her, and uh, right away, uh, she uh, we started texting back and forth or not texting but messaging back and forth Mm -hmm. and uh um she was pretty forward uh she she was like yeah let's meet just uh go on a date right away um and you know i didn't know anybody in edmonton i was new to edmonton area as well so um i'm like yeah why not sure let's 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 do this Mm -hmm. and uh so um she, uh, in the next few days, we were still kind of messaging back and forth, and and she was. Um, so, did you go on the date at this point already, or this is just no, in preparation? No, still haven't met her yet. Okay. So, um, she started message or giving me directions on how to get to her place, and she would never give me her phone number or anything, and I thought that was really weird. Mm-hmm. Was she I'm forward? Like, like, did you think you were going over to the place for something? Um, I, 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 I wasn't expecting that, but I was, you know, I was, I was taking, I was going out to take her to a dinner and a movie. Okay. And then, you know, whatever, you know, happened after that, but happened you had, after that. In but. the way you talked with her, you had a feeling that she, because she was so forward that there might be, it might get intimate a lot quicker than, than a, a, an average date might. It, it could have. Okay. It could have. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, uh. So uh, she started messaging me these directions on how to get to her place. And, and I'm like, well, what's the address? And she's like, well, you know, it's better just give the directions. And and I said, well, what's your phone number? And she wouldn't give me the phone number because she said something like uh, uh, she had some bad experiences on this uh, on online dating. And she'd give me her phone number if everything but went well. But she was well. fine with you coming to her house. Yeah. Yeah. Was there any red flags for you at this moment oh, or no? For sure. A ton of red flags came up, right? But girls and, are hot, right? <laughs> and I'm like, well, it, no, I, I was think I wasn't even going to go. And then I decided at the last minute, I'm like, ah, well, what the hell? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I went and decided to meet her. And so okay. you thought, what do I have left to lose except my life? Yeah, well, you never think of that, right? right. Like, I'm just a small, well, I'm a small town normally, yeah. I grew up in a small town, and and you know, uh, 
I'm just a nice guy. And I thought, you know what, I'll go pick her up for dinner and a movie. Sure, right? And, yeah. and at this point, you still didn't get directions. You still don't have a phone number. You just, or I mean, you still don't have an address. You just have directions to get to her house. That's right, yeah. Okay. Okay. So you decided to go through with it. Yeah, decided to go through with it. Uh, directions actually were pretty bang on. Uh, I was able to find the place. Uh, one thing she said in the directions was that uh, she lived in the uh, basement suite of this house, and it was easier to go through the the back way uh, to get to the uh, to her her door. So uh, she said, I'll just leave the garage door open. You go through the garage door, and once you get to the other side, there's the base- door to the basement there, and you can uh, just knock away. Now, so, remember, okay. hang on here. Okay. Uh, we all know where this is going yeah. mm-hmm. because we know why he's here to tell the story. Yeah, but I still don't know how it's going right. to develop. But the way he's telling the story, if this is happening to you for the first time and you don't know what he's about to walk into... Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't see because we're all sitting there going, "Don't go through the door, dummy! Don't yeah, go through the door!" Yeah, that's right. But yeah. it's because we know what we're hearing. Okay, but I I don't know enough of this story to know what would have even okay. been behind the door. Okay, continue. Okay, so um, I get there. I'm a little. I'm running a little late because uh, I told her. I think I told her I'd pick her up at seven, and it was like seven fifteen because I had to get ready and stuff. But, so I'm running a little late. I'm like, oh my god, I got better rush through this. Yeah, you can't text her because you don't have her number. That's right, yeah. So, I see the garage door. I park in front of the door. There's two doors, and one of them's open, and I park in front of the open door. And uh, um, then uh, I uh, get out. I get underneath the the garage door, and I look around, and I, I don't see anything odd or anything. It's just an old garage and it's, you know, with the, the windows are kind of boarded up uh, just a, just an old dusty garage sure. and I see on the other end there's a door to the other side just like she said so I'm hurrying and I go and to grab that door to go into the yard and all of a sudden uh, somebody from behind uh, came and attacked me and get, like put me in a, like a bear hug and then I think punched me in the head and then oh, <laughs> uh, started prodding me with this uh, what later I found out to be a, a stun baton. Dear oh God. Okay. God. How, how, how big a guy are you? I'm not that big. I'm I'm like five seven and back then I would have been maybe 140 pounds. And, and okay. how, how old are you now? I'm 43 now. Okay, so you were 33 back then. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. so you're getting hit with a stun baton. Oh my god! Yeah. Yes, right in the stomach. Um, was it? Was it one person? Was it? Were there more than one? It was just one person. Where's this just hot the girl? One person. Yeah. <laughs> there, there and is I'm no... kind of wondering what the hell's going on. Well, so. I would. Yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> so I kind of because uh, he, he has me this bear hug, right? So I, I'm kind of shuffle to the right, and there's like two shelving units in the middle and there's uh, I, I get kind of stuck in between the two shelving units and, and then I'm like what what is going on so finally I turn around and all of a sudden I see this man hovering over me and he's wearing a hoodie and a, a painted up hockey mask 
Oh, oh my Christ. God! Okay, let's stop here for a second. All right. I want to. I want to ask a few questions. I want to get some clarity on this. So you walk through that sure. door, and then you get bear hugged from behind, and you're getting yes. hit with the stun gun. I, I've never been hit with a stun gun before. No. Do you black out of the stun gun? Is it just the shock well, just knocks you off your feet, or what happens when you get hit with a stun gun? Well, that's that's the thing. I think he thought it would be like a taser, but it wasn't. It, a stun baton. Uh, what happens with that is it it doesn't actually hurt you. It it it. it uh, Kind of felt like a, one of those electronic bug zappers, mm-hmm. you know, when you touch okay. it. Yeah. So not too powerful. Yeah. It's not that powerful, but um, what happens over time, it, 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 it weakens you. Sure. But I thought, or I, I'm thinking he thought that it would be like a taser and he would just drop me on the ground. But it, it never okay. did that. So it was just all. remarkably uncomfortable, is what that's it was. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right. That's, now, that's, is the garage exactly door, like, did you go through the man door or the garage door? The garage door. So it's still and open I, as you're being attacked and people can see in? That's right. But it's it, it's facing a back alley and it's very se- kind of secluded area. Like, you can, there's hardly anyone there. 7 o'clock, it's dark out or is it's, it? Uh, it's just getting dark. Okay. It's still There's still some light. And there you are. You're sitting yeah. there. There's an attack happening. Yeah. And you're on, you're on the ground. He's over top of you in a hockey, hockey mask. mask. Right. Right. What happens next? Okay. Can you tell at so, this point how big he is? Is he is he like you said? He's you're taller than me. He's taller than uh, like you. Like probably six foot. Uh, I guess like five okay. eleven, six foot. I'm, I'm not sure, right? Okay. So but there's nothing he's just, he's else you can really identify because he's all no, and yeah. I couldn't identify him at okay. all. Okay. Uh, at, the, at this point, so you I'll, knew that the date wasn't going to happen, like that oh, you, you yeah, had been right baited? Yeah, in that moment when I turned around yeah. and saw the guy in the hockey oh. mask, I knew there was no date. <laughs> Or yeah. that you were going to be late, one or the other. Okay, <laughs> all right. So here he is. He's standing over you. What happens next? Yeah. So I get this, like, chill down my back because uh, <laughs> it was horrifying. And um, I, I kind of just stopped for a minute, and then I kind of – I was actually quite calm for the situation. I decided – I'm like, well, I'm in this situation. How am I going to get myself out of it? Is right. that what you were thinking, or were you thinking that it, exactly you were going what to I was die? Thinking, yeah. All right. So, um, right away, I got kind of a, a plan I put in place that I could maybe try to get out of this, but I and I needed to initialize that plan somehow. So, first of all, I just just needed to get out of this bear hug because that was annoying. So, uh, I slip out of his grasp and I start running for the uh, big garage door that's open, and he uh, cuts me off and so that I can't go out that way. And then he continues to prod me with this uh, stun baton mm. on my chest. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm now, I'm just looking at him like, Hey, it's not hurting me at all. And I finally, cause it was getting really annoying. I just grabbed the end of the stun baton and, and held it away from my body. So he was stunning my hand, but, that, that's about it. Right. So then finally he decides, hey, this is not doing anything. So he puts his stun baton away. And then I make a, a break for the, the man door. And then again, he cuts me off. And um, at that point, we're kind of just looking at each other. And I'm trying to think, okay, what can I do next year? This has got to be the scariest story I've ever heard. 
Yeah, it's crazy. Like, you know, everyone I tell it to says it could be a movie. Like, one of those horror yeah. movies. So right? all of this is over the course of seconds, minutes? Oh, minutes. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's probably going pretty quick. But to me, it's everything slowed down. Sure, sure. Yeah. Did he have any other weapons, or was it only this stun baton? Well, I'm getting to that now. Okay, probably. good. All right, okay. <laughs> so all of a sudden, we're looking at each other, and then he pulls out a gun. Whoa, they started with that. Here's the other weapon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he points this gun at me, and I'm like, oh, my God. I, I, Well, what am I going to do now? I, I can't outrun a bullet. No. So, good, good thinking. Uh, what's that? That's good thinking. You couldn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I decide I just got to do whatever he asked me to do. So he starts yelling at me. He goes, get down on the ground, put your head down, and put, uh, uh, no, put your hands in back of your uh, back and close your eyes. Oh my goodness! And so I, I just go do ahead. You and do you think you're it. gonna die at this moment? Well, um, I was thinking that uh, either that or he was gonna like uh, take me somewhere else and and kill me or something. Now, yeah. oh, this is just so real. But like, okay, so you're thinking like, what is it like to think that you might be dying? Like, are um, you scared or is, it, are you nervous or is it like, uh, uh, what's the feeling? I, I was really calm, like, but I, I, no scared, obviously, but um, uh, while I was down on the cement floor, uh, that's when life flashed before my eyes. Like, you know, like people, a lot of people say that, but it actually happens when you think you're about to die. Mm-hmm. Really? And huh. I started seeing images of my family <sighs> and, oh, uh, my God. uh, I, it, it, I I started tearing up. You're, are you that scared as you're lying there, or you're you just, no, it's not over. scared? I just didn't want my family not knowing what how I died, right. you know, or not knowing what happened to me. So you had accepted at this point that you were going to die. Yes. Okay. Wow. Okay. So you're lying so, on the floor. You got your hands behind yeah, your I'm back. On the your floor, face down. He yeah. uh, takes out some duct tape. He covers my eyes with it. And, uh, Did he do a good job? I always wondered in movies. Like, could you see out the, the sides or no? Probably I don't know. I could not see at all. Okay, <laughs> good to know. And uh, did he at this point, Jill? Did he mm-hmm. seem like he knew? What, did he seem nervous? Was he composed? Did he seem like he knew what he was doing? Did was he following through with a plan, or was he kind of improvising as well? Um, I think he had a mission, and he was just trying to do what he thought how things were going to go. Right. You know, did uh, you sense that he was nervous? Did you sense? Uh, no, I didn't no. sense. Okay. He had a hockey I mask on. He was. Uh, uh, all I could sense was like evil. Like, like yeah. he was kind of he was coming after me, and he wasn't going to stop till he killed me. Okay. Okay. So, um, covers my eyes with duct tape. Then uh, I hear him go around to the end of me, where uh, to my legs area, and I hear jingling noises i'm not sure what's going on but then i decide and i know i had a light flash to my eyes and all of a sudden i'm like you know what i can't do this so uh i uh i i think you know what i if i'm gonna fight back i better fight back now is once he ties my hands up uh i'm i'm dead Mm -hmm. so i get up take rip the tape off my eyes um I, I think I mumbled to myself, so I'm like, I can't do this. And I turn around, I said, and he looks at me, he's like, what is he doing? And I'm like, I yell at him, I can't go down like this. Does he still have the gun out? 
no, no, he put the gun away at that point. So um, he t- starts yelling at me to get back down on the ground. Well, now I'm not gonna. Yeah. I- I'm ready to fight, so yeah. I'm not gonna do what he's gonna what he's asking me to do. So um, that's when he takes the gun back out and points it back at me. Right. Well, right now, I, I don't care if I die, right? So, right. What have you got to lose at this point? That's right. Right. So, but while I was on the floor out of his plan, I knew he was going to take the gun out. So I knew exactly what I was going to do. So as soon as he pulled the gun out, I left in front of him and I grabbed the end of the gun, pushed it away in case he fired a shot. And then at least the bullet would go into the wall, right? And then I could maybe wrestle him for the gun. Oh my goodness. Uh, and so I, that's exactly what I did. Uh, and I pushed it away from my body. But uh, once I grabbed it, I tell people it was, just, it was the greatest feeling I ever felt in my life because the gun was plastic. Ah, it was fake. There you go. Yeah. So I knew it was plastic at this point, so I knew it couldn't hurt me. You know, it could have been a BB gun or something, but, you know, that, that's not going to kill me. So uh, we start kind of wrestling, like standing up and we're wrestling, and I'm trying to get this gun away. And I, I know I can't get the gun away, but. I have the uh, amazing adrenaline going, right? Mm-hmm. So, oh, no doubt. And I'm mad. So I uh, I decide I want to break this gun. So I uh, start pushing on the gun, and I, I look over, and I, I actually see it bending a little bit. It's like, wow. And then uh, we're kind of shuffling around the garage, struggling. And then also I look down, and then I see a pair of uh, black metal handcuffs. So I knew he was going to handcuff me. Like holy crap! And then I knew that they that they, uh, the gun couldn't hurt me anymore, so I just let go of the gun, and and I grabbed the the black uh, metal handcuffs, and I put them on my knuckle like I was gonna use them as a weapon. And uh, hey, uh, I, are are you a fighter? No, not at He's all. He's a survivor. This is a survivor. So this is just instinct taking over. Instinct, like you, you yeah. yeah, because like I understand. I don't know how to fight. I've never fought anybody. I, yeah. I, I wouldn't know what would happen in this situation. Um, but it sounds like you're doing pretty good. Yeah, you know, it just takes. I, I, you know, you always wonder what you're going to do in certain situations, and now I know, right? I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I fight back for the ones I love. You know? yeah. mm-hmm. So you've got these handcuffs around your knuckles. Yeah. So. Um, I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to decide where to hit them with these handcuffs and there's no real good, uh, uh, access. Uh, so, and I'm all I'm thinking is, man, I got to hit his face or his head or the back. And, but because he's wearing that, that hockey mask, I can't hit him in the face because I knew that'd be ideal. So spot. Is the garage door still open at this time? Yeah. Still open. Yeah. Why not run? Yeah. I've been wondering I, I, that. I, I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't. I, like he I, cut you off, right? Point. Yeah, he kept cutting me off. And nobody, no neighbors, nothing. Like, no one's walking around. Allowed. No one's driving. Nothing. Nothing. Because you guys must have been and, making quite the quite the racket in there. Well, I, I, you know, and I, I, when you're in that situation, you think, yeah, you know, I, I yell or scream, but I wasn't even. I, I couldn't. I, I just. Did you, did you, it was just. I all I had focused in my head was. Uh, Stay alive. Get away. Stay alive. <laughs> now, could in this time frame, which since you arrived at and walked into the garage and got bear hugged and tackled to the moment where you have handcuffs in your hand 
and you're you're looking for a place to hit them. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is that? Is that uh, three minutes? Is that a minute? Is that five minutes? I, I, you know, I, I kind of lost track of time, but, I, you know, I'd say uh, five to ten minutes, maybe. Right. Ten wow. minutes. And where's the duct tape? He duct taped your eyes. You oh, said. yeah, I ripped that off, and I just threw okay. it on the ground. Okay, okay cool. Oh. I, eyebrows are stuck to it. What do you care at <laughs> that point? Okay. okay, so you guys are still wrestling. You're trying. Okay, you've got the handcuffs. You start trying to find a place to punch them. Yeah, and I can't uh, get a good point. A, a good place to punch. So then, um, he's, he's mad that I have his handcuffs though, man. Is he yelling at me? He's telling me to put the handcuffs down. And you know what? I just, I, I couldn't find, I, I couldn't use it very well. So you know what? I'm like, you know what? I don't need the handcuffs anyway. So, so, because it, it wasn't part of my initial plan anyway. So your I, initial plan I, was to meet a girl though, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I decide uh, I'm just going to throw the handcuffs in the corner of the garage. In the, in, the, in the corner, there's a whole bunch of garbage and stuff there. So I knew it would take them a while to find the handcuffs. Mm-hmm. So I just throw them in the corner. And then uh, at that point, then we grab each other again. We're wrestling around the garage. Um, uh, I, I I finally let go at one point, I think. And then I... Uh, I tried to uh, kick him in the midsection. He just kind of uh, blocked my leg and almost, uh, I was wearing slip-on shoes at the time and my shoe almost went flying, well, coming off, but I managed to stay on. And uh, uh, then, uh, oh, he tried to then kick me in the midsection, which I blocked as well. And then um, he tried to headbutt me with... Uh, with the mask on and i remember thinking like i i I was able to see it and i backed up just in time but i felt it it just grazed my forehead and i felt how hard it was like oh my god if i if he hits me with that i'm out and so uh, you have a lot of thoughts for how quick this is happening like (laughs) i I I know your adrenaline would be making you think clearly yeah Yeah, i guess yeah yeah uh Right after everything happened, I was able to like piece everything together. Like it just all came back to me, right? Okay, yeah, you've had ten years to reflect, so I'm sure. Yeah, well, now I know. Yeah. Okay, so so he's trying to headbutt you. You guys are struggling. The struggle lasts for a little while. Where do we go from here? Okay, so then I decide, hey, I want to see who this guy is. So I I go and grab his mask and I try to push it off his face, but it's on so tight that I can't even get the mask off so all i see is like his cheek and so um that's when i decide that it's best uh, i think i can uh oh no sorry and then i let go <clears throat> and then he goes he starts uh telling me goes since you're not uh um cooperating this is how it has to be and and he starts punching me in the in the head like in the face side of the head and my temple and he'd give me a punch, and um, every time he, I, I, I found that every time he punched me, I was able to back up and get closer to the garage door. So I let him punch me because it wasn't hurting me anyway because I was on this adrenaline and it just mm-hmm. it, it didn't nothing hurt right, right. At, at that point. Mm-hmm. So he uh, punched me again, and I back up. Punch me again, back up. Punch me, I don't know, a few times, and. Uh, Finally, when I thought I was close enough to the garage door, 
I decide, hey, I can get my plan into place now. So I pretend like I'm going to run away, but I'm not running away. So I turn around, put, put my back to him, and he comes and grabs me. And then I kind of tug, make sure he had a good hold on me. And then all of a sudden, then I just slipped out of my jacket and then rolled under the uh, garage door, the open garage door. Right. And then you're free. I'm free. Oh, my God. So I get up, and uh, it feels so good to be outside because it's so hot in that garage. Because right. that was air. the worry. Yeah, among other things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but you could feel that sort of stuff, right? Sure. So yeah, you, so yeah, you roll crazy. under the garage, and does he chase after you? or? Yeah, so then I... Um, well, that's that's the thing. So I try to run, and all of a sudden, the effects of that stun baton. Uh, uh, you got you got Jimmy legs. You're uh, rubbery. Yeah, and I fall right to the onto the the gravel driveway, oh, and I can't no. I can't even use my legs. So what? I start crawling down this gravel driveway. Are you yelling for anyone at this time, or you're still not you're still not in that mood? What's that, sorry? Are you calling for anyone? Like, help, help, no, nothing. No, no, nothing. Uh, just uh, just trying to get away. And there, it was, like I said, it was in the back alley. There's no one there at all. So uh, I'm crawling on this driveway. All of a sudden, he comes after me. He grabs my legs and starts dragging me back. Mm. And... Uh, because there was a gravel driveway, I found a nice sized rock. So I tried to grab this rock and to use it as a weapon, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if he saw that I had the rock or or uh, just the way he was dragging me, but the way he dragged me, the rock just slipped out of my hands. And uh, that and then he kind of rolled me back under the garage door. Jeez. So now I'm back in the garage door. I'm What's going through your garage. mind at this part? You, you you think that you're about to be free. You're all of a sudden running away from the guy who, you don't know what he's trying to do, but he's got a gun or a plastic yeah. gun at the time. So at this point, you're moments away from freedom, and you collapse, and then he starts dragging you back. Like You just think, all right, this is it. This is my fate? Well, this is, no, and then I'm like, oh, my God, I'm dead now. Like, I don't have any more ideas on how to get away. <laughs> yeah, you're tapped. Boy, this is like a horror movie. It is so crazy. Okay, so he drags you back into the garage. Yeah. And then what? So I I get up, and I notice that it's taking him a little bit to get back in. I'm like, what? Well, what's going on? I must be getting tired or something. (laughs) Anyway, so he gets back in to the garage, and as soon as he uh, came back into the garage, I rolled back underneath the garage door. And this time I knew what was going on with my legs. So somehow I put some kind of power into my legs, just enough so I can jog um, away. Mm. So I was able to jog away, but I'm very really uh, uh, not stable. So I turn down this back alley, and all of a sudden I, I fall onto this sidewalk that's right beside this house. Mm. Um and I kind of uh, try to get up, uh, and all of a sudden this jogger comes running by me, and I'm like, oh, okay. Well. And then I, all of a sudden I look up as I'm getting up, and I see this couple walking their dog. And I'm thinking, oh, thank God, because uh, you know, they can help me out, so I don't have to run anymore. Right. You're I, safe. They, they'll help me out. Yeah. 
So I just stand there, and the uh, they come closer to me, and then I go to them. I say I, I can't really talk at this point. Like nothing's coming out. So I, I'm trying to make words out. All I could say was, uh, "There's a guy after me. He's trying to mug me because that's what I thought at the time. Yeah, you didn't know he was who he was, right? No, I didn't know. Uh, please help me," I said. And they kind of stop and they look at me and they're like bewildered and they don't know what's going on. And all of a sudden this guy in a hockey mask comes running up, almost hits them and runs into them. And then that scares them even more now. Right. But then he's kind of, uh, um, I don't know what the word, uh, he, he's done too. He's got to be spooked that there's more people. Now there's people there and he looks like an idiot with his hockey mask on. So he was pretty smart, though, because he decides that uh, he's going to pretend and and be my best friend in front of this couple. So he goes, uh, hey, come on, Fred, let's go back and and, uh, back to the garage or something. And then he turns away and starts going back to the garage. And now this couple thinks now I'm with this guy. Oh, And you're a liar. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So... Um, they start walking away from me and I'm like, Hey, aren't you going to help me out? Mm-hmm. And, and so the, the, uh, the guy of the couple starts kind of walking back to maybe help me. And, but his girlfriend calls him back. So he call he goes back and I'm like, Hey, like, listen, just stand right here and I'm going to maybe try to get to my truck and just watch me and see if I can get back to my truck. And, uh, and so the guy comes, you know, starts coming back and, but his girlfriend calls him back again. And then at that point I knew that, um, they weren't going to help me. So I kind of had to do everything on my own. So, so they I think I mumbled something. Never mind. I'll do it my, on my, do it myself. Wow. Wow. So, that's... um, at this point now I kind of have the advantage because he doesn't know the couple left me. So, um, I I have a, a couple ideas. I can uh, maybe go to a neighbor's house, uh, but I'm thinking oh, I might just freak people out if I start banging on their door. So, and then there, uh, I could go onto the the front of the uh, the house uh, is kind of a street, right? And and but there wasn't very much traffic on this street, so I'm like, oh, I could try to flag a car down, but if there's no traffic, and uh, it's not going to work. So the best idea I could come up with was, you know what? He's not expecting me to go back to the garage, and uh, I'm going to go back and try to get back into my truck. I think I'm going to be safer in my truck. Mm-hmm. So I start moving pretty slowly, and I kind of uh, take a look at where he's at. Um, and I kind of, from the far, I can see his legs uh, under the garage door, and he's pacing back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> and so I get to my car, or my truck and I unlock the door. I sit in the seat and then I know that if I slam the door, he's going to hear. Right. So I do it all at the same time. So I start the car, slam the door, lock it and back the truck up all at the same time. I, I, uh, back out onto the drive or the back alley. And, uh, I kind of paused for a second to see if he'd come running out after me, but he never did. 
and I just uh, drove away. Oh my gosh. So I got a billion I, questions. Billions. Billions of questions. I'm sure you've answered all these before, so we'll sure. we'll, we'll we'll go through them. Um did you go straight to the police? Well, okay. So <laughs> I love that it was my plan. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but as I'm leaving, I drive away. Um I'm uh I get off of that adrenaline rush and I start hurting everywhere yeah. I, like hurting so bad that i couldn't even drive anymore i had to pull over and uh and rest a bit i think i passed out in my truck i had how far water. away were you I, were I safe it. at this I point pulled yeah. it on my face and then i think i passed out in my truck for a bit wow yeah and then i woke up and i'm like i gotta get home but i'm in so much pain but i had to get home Anyway, uh, on the way home, there's like a police station, and I'm like, I just am in no shape to go to the police right now. Like, I just need to get home. And so I get, uh, uh, I get home. I, um, I take a look at myself in the mirror, and it's, uh, oh, he had hit me in the eye or right side of my eye, and and uh, it's kind of black and blue or whatever. So I decide I'm gonna, um, I grabbed, I think a bag of peas and rolled it up <laughs> frozen peas and I, I wrapped it up in a towel and I mm-hmm. put it on my face and then I laid down on my bed and I just passed out. No thought of the hospital? Uh, no, not at this point. So did you did you go to the police the next day or when did well, the authorities get So involved? then I said, yeah, and I go to the police uh, uh, but, you know, every day came and I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this. And I, I was so happy to be alive Um that uh, the week after this happened, it was Thanksgiving weekend. Mm. So I decided, you know what? I am go- I'm so glad to be alive that I'm going to go uh, visit my parents. My, my parents live in uh, uh, Saskatchewan. They're, they're having Thanksgiving supper, and I decided I'm just going down on a whim, and I'm going to go see my family. And you got no medical attention? Nothing. No. Uh, and I, from I know, and it still hurt. Like my face is hurting. Uh, I, my ribs were hurting because I, when I fell down on the garage, uh, the gravel driveway, uh, that hurt my ribs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, didn't go. Right. So, and we have to remember for for those who are listening to this, and as we're listening along, we're saying like, God, man, you should have you should have gone to the police. Yeah. You didn't know he was a murderer. No, at this no point. I didn't know. Was you he thought, a murderer at this point, though? He, he, yeah, had he already murdered somebody? Like, what, he dismembered no. somebody else, but was that before no, or after? No, you? I was his first victim, and uh, I was able to get away. So I, I don't mean to say this, but I've got to say it. Um, yeah. Are you living with the guilt of had you gone to the police? I, I, um, I was, uh, but um, I talked to the police about it actually uh, afterwards. Um, and, and, you know, what they told me helps me out a lot, uh, that if I would have came forward, um, y- yes, he would have probably uh, got a slap on the wrist. Been charged. Uh, fine. And released. Yeah, He exactly. would have been released. Assault. He just got assault. But the thing is, he would have still killed. He, he would have just did it smarter and better the next time. Like, right, he was, right. He had, his mission was to do this, so it, nothing was going to stop him, even if I would have came forward, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. I would agree with that, actually, the way, now that you explained that, I would agree, right? Because yeah. all, all he really did was attack you. He tried to mug you as far as you were concerned. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I know. thought at first, yeah. Okay, so, so when did you end up going to the police? Yeah. You go to Thanksgiving with your parents. Yeah. Uh, obviously, they were probably the people flashing through your 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 head yeah. the moments before you thought you were going to die. You go that's visit right. them. Yes. 
Um, well, they see, I, I, they see this black guy. And I, so I'm like, I can't hide this, right? I'm going to tell them what's ha- what happened. And I do tell them what happened, but I tell them I was mugged. Right. right. And, uh, which, you know, I probably convinced myself, uh, I was mugged. Uh, and my family's like, you gotta go to the police. So when you get back to Edmonton, go to the police. I said, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go. Yeah, so I get back to Edmonton. Yeah, no, I decided not to go. Did you ever and, drive back to the house? to the garage after the fact, after you had recovered a bit, just to no, see no, if there's any I, I activity? I never went back. Terrifying. Oh, yeah. it would be, yeah, but I would be interested. Yeah. So yeah. you never went to the police. So at what point did you realize that this was, like, did you did you hear it on TV or read it and go, oh, my God, that's the guy? Like, how did yeah, that Yeah, so what happened after, about a month later, um, I get this call from one of my friends, uh, one morning and he's like, uh, cause I had told a couple people or a couple people I work with, I told them the same story. I got mugged and stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, obviously I get a call from one of my coworkers and one of fr- a friend and coworker. And he tells me, Hey, you got to see this article. I just read. He said, it sounds so similar to what you happened to you the other day, like a month ago. And so you got to read this. So I get on my computer and I, I look up the article and I start reading. I'm like, oh, my God, this is the guy. Because they had to put a picture of the, the painted up hockey mask. And it's the same uh, hockey mask. He was using how chilling was that moment reading that? What's that? How chilling was that moment reading that? Oh, it was, it was, it was chilling. It was like, oh, my God. And then I'm reading and it's like, and then it's saying in there that another person had died. And I'm like, oh my god, what? Oh my, uh, it was so horrible. And so at that point, I knew now that I had to come forward to at least help out that other guy that got that died. Mm-hmm. So, um, were you in trouble for not coming to... forward when you you finally did? Did they? Well, no, did like anyone you... try to scold you though? No, no, they understood completely. Yeah, like and how that's... what I what I kind of. How I, you know, people ask me that too, and and it's, you know, it's sort of similar to like when women get raped, and and they don't want to come forward and they mm-hmm. don't want right. to prosecute their attackers. Right. Uh, it, it, it's the same same feeling. Like, right. it's just I just wanted to go away. I I didn't want to deal with it. Right. Were you were you scared in your life, like every day to turn a corner to walk? Yeah. D- At like, that point, yeah. after that happened, I I was scared. I didn't know. If he knew who I was, if he knew where I lived, he, you know, if he maybe he seen me in a mall, maybe he was going to follow me. You know, I I was scared. Did you ever get another? Uh, I believe, like from the dating site, plenty of fish, right? You, yeah. Did you ever get it? like? Yeah. Did you ever get another message from him? According to him, he did send me a message, but I don't remember getting any message uh, because what happened at that time with that site? If you delete your profile off the site, it actually deletes all the messages you've sent to me. Oh, okay. So I, when I logged on after I woke up, I logged on because I'm, I'm, I was going to go to the police. So then um, I wanted to try to get as much information as I could. So I logged back on to, to get all the messages and they were, everything was gone. The profile gone, the messages were gone. Mm-hmm. I, there's, uh, uh, I couldn't get anything. All I had was, uh, the directions she had he she had given me to get to the garage because I had copied and pasted that and the pictures of the the girl I copied mm-hmm. off the 
the website. You, uh, you, you must have been called to testify, correct? Yes, I was. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is there anything you can talk? Like, I know there's a lot of legal stuff. Can you talk about that court case, or are you not allowed? Oh, to yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Were um, was the couple that you asked for help that didn't help you? Were they witnesses? Yeah, they oh. were called up. Uh, Did you get to go? You hey, see, yeah, you I told that? you. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, what happened was they, I testified, and then they testified right after me. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I got to meet them in the back of the courtroom, one of the rooms there. Yeah. And uh, you know what? As soon as we saw each other, there was no words right away. Uh, the, the, the girl. Uh, came up and gave me a big hug, and then finally they we started speaking, and she's like, "Oh my God, we were so worried for you. We like we we didn't know what we were so scared. We thought maybe we were gonna get mugged, and you know I I I completely understood their um uh, what they were thinking. Um, so do yeah. you still have a hard time when you go to bed? No, not anymore. No, that doesn't bother you Ten at all. Years ago, you don't. No. It doesn't, oh, that would um, haunt me forever. For a long time. I think it's going to haunt me, and I'm just hearing your story. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. <laughs> the victims' family. Do they blame you for not coming forward, or are they? Cool uh, I don't think so. Um, I went to uh, after I testified. I went to um, another one of the uh, testimonies, like when he was uh, when Twitch was about to speak, yeah. and I got to actually sit right in back of. Uh, Brian Altinger's mother, which is the victim, uh, and and his mom also turned around. She saw me. She grabbed my hand. She's like, "I'm so happy you're still with us." Oh wow, that's nice. And yeah, I that's good. That, yeah, that, that would get rid of whatever guilt you might have, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, oh my goodness. And then, so from there, you you start to find out, like, okay, he murdered someone. He dismembered somebody. Like, yeah, you, yeah. Like, I start now like, piecing everything else together what's going on because to me it was just whatever happened to me and now there's so much bigger picture of 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 what what's what's going on what's really going on with the other victim and how what the police were doing and it's like holy and so uh i guess during um after my well after the he killed that guy um the Brian Altinger was was fortunate. He 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 was smart. Actually, he went and sent the directions to a friend. Unlike I, I didn't do that. Wow. And so when he went missing, a, f- a friend knew where, where he had gone, and it was the last time they had heard from him. So uh, the, that friend came forward to the police and said, "Hey, look, this is the directions mm-hmm. to this place that that he last was." Was he a smart criminal or not? No, he wasn't. No. He just thought he was. He was just motivated. Yeah, by he that thought he was. Thought he was. Yeah. Right. Wow. Well, so the moral of the story is: watch out who you're dating online. I guess. Oh. Well, you know, <laughs> he's got 25 to life. I don't. I don't blame the, the dating site. Uh, I, I. I just. You got to be careful. Like there's some crazy people out there. So you just got to be careful. You're going to be online dating. Like you just. You know. I tell people. Um, you know, talk to them for a while, you know, meet them in a public place, mm-hmm. you know, things like the normal things. You do. Don't walk through a sketchy garage. That is yeah, don't ever do that. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That is, that is, a, that Listen, story is unreal. You're a, yeah. you're, you're a fantastic. And then there's another part to it. So what happens is uh, the police are, uh, confiscate his car and inside his car, he had his laptop and if they, uh, the police investigate his laptop, and then they find um, this diary. 
and so on his laptop and and for word for word has um what he went through what happened so exactly what happened to me what happened to brian altinger everything it's all in this diary did he make you sound kick-ass uh, no. No. <laughs> okay. Listen, you've, you've told that story a lot. You're a fantastic storyteller. Oh, thank you. And, um, I mean, it's easy probably because you tell that probably three times a month. I'm, I'm assuming. No, right I now. actually haven't told it in a while. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I well, do tell it. We're, we're glad you, you told it to us. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, um, no, amazing, not a problem. amazing, and uh, we're all grateful yeah. that you're still here. I guess, and, right? Wow. Wow. And, and it was yeah. your girlfriend who wanted uh, you to meet Connor McDavid. Is that yeah, why? Yeah, well, <laughs> see, no, she's she's amazing. She's an amazing woman, and she loves me very much. Yeah. And she knows that my um, dream was to meet Connor McDavid and get his autograph and stuff. And and so she she's the one that texted you guys, and she just wanted to maybe like make. <laughs> Uh, a negative out of a positive and maybe right. make wow. my dream come true. Did, yeah. so. did you, when you're, I have so many questions still, and I, I know we yeah. got to wrap up here, but did you, when you started dating this girl, uh, tell her the story um, pretty quickly? Did you, did you wait to tell her the story? Or were you guys um, together when this happened? Normally I, I don't bring the story up right away because I might freak people out. So, but, but she had, she was pretty smart and she had, uh, uh, done some research on me already, and she already knew what was going on. Oh, wow. She knew the story. Because yeah. I'm all over the internet, right? Right, so. of course. Well, that's yeah. amazing. Thank you very much for taking the time. We really, really appreciate it. That was. Uh, oh, you're very welcome. It was a good time investment. Thank you. Okay. And sorry for calling you Gillies. Let's see. I'll oh, that's, me. that's okay. fine. All right. Thanks, Jill. Okay. I mean, wow. <laughs> what do you go? What do you do with that? Right. How can you not? Yeah. Like, how do you go about your day to day? I couldn't. I wouldn't yeah. be able to. I wouldn't be able to walk at dark. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to walk. Like you know how I'm scared of walking up my stairs sometimes. Yep. Yeah. Like I, I couldn't yeah. be alone in the house. He, he's got more credibility because he's actually been through it. So you don't know how you would react until you've gone through it. The oh adrenaline thing God. is the thing that interests me. How it overrides everything for a little while, and then all of a sudden he yeah, just yeah, collapses. Yeah. I don't know if I, I would have gone to the police. I think immediately. I would have had to. I but think. I understand what the police said to him, and what what helps him sleep at night is that though we would have just charged him. And he would have had a, a date in court, and he would have been set free right away. Yeah, like but that's, that is what would have happened. Yeah. So. You got to think of it from his side too, though. Like I, I, I know the natural response is go to the police, but yeah. his, he was he was literally just happy to be breathing I air. I know. So, so anything anything getting in that way, like oh my god, yeah, I've well, never heard that story before. I, 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 I knew nothing really about that. Really fascinating. And I'll tell you, I mm-hmm. mean, I've done that before. Or have met people off dating sites. But you right. just showed me your phone moments ago. I, oh, you have two eerie. new plenty of fish updates. Because I do have a plenty of fish account. I'm, I'm rarely on it. But, yeah, I had a notification. As soon as he said it, it popped up oh. like, eerily. Yeah. But I remember, like, the la- it's been a long time since I have met somebody off of there. Oh. I remember telling Dylan one day, I'm like, dude, I'm going to meet this girl. Yeah. It seems kind of sketchy. If you don't hear from me, this is the address. Yeah. And um, so it's that's what I've done. But that is terrifying. Well, just to be in that fight. And, and oh, my God. And like, he was the first, right? Yeah. So to, to be part of that trial and then to listen Incredible. as you start to hear it unfold. But oh. how reassuring for the mother of the victim to grab his hand and say we're happy. Like, to basically yeah. in one way or another say we forgive you. So so how do we get him, Connor McDavid? Yeah, or exactly. Right. We should probably so help him. We should just be happy to be alive. Okay, good wow. stuff. Thank you for listening to the After Show. The Pepper and Dylan Show. On KISS 91.7.